Hello and welcome to 7-Minute Meditation with me, Andrew Suit. Thank you for listening as I share a piece of my heart, mind, and soul with you in about 7 minutes. Today we're talking about a message I preached on radical hospitality as we think of ourselves as neighborhood missionaries. Let's get started. Let's get our 7-minute timer started and away we go. First of all, here are a couple scriptures, one from Hebrews 13, verses 1 and 2, and then one from 1 Thessalonians 2, 7 through 9. First, the Hebrews verse. Let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. And then 1 Thessalonians. But we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. So, being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you had become very dear to us. For you remember, brothers, our labor and toil. We worked night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you while we proclaimed to you the gospel of God. Friends, I'm convinced that one of the worst inventions of the modern age is the automatic garage door opener. I'm not sure exactly when we move to having uh, even a detached garage from the house or an attached one. I don't know if it was uh, as barns became closer to the home or where the actual invention of the garage began. But if you remember before garage doors had garage door openers, and I remember a few of these, even though I think there have been garage door openers my whole life, uh, you'd have to get out of the car and open your garage if you were going to park it in there, and then you would pull it shut. And nine times out of ten, you would actually get to converse with your neighbors. So when I say it's the worst invention of the modern time, this has everything to do with hospitality and how we are actually lacking in it, because we no longer develop relationships with our neighbors. And that's exactly what this series is about, is is how we develop relationships with our neighbors. But I got to thinking about biblical hospitality was a very serious thing in the ancient Near Eastern, Eastern culture. Kind of a very graphic example of this is Lot, when he was rescued by messengers or angels of God from Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, what does he do when these people want to come in and and rape these messengers. He says, no, 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 don't do that. That's inhospitable. Take my daughters instead. Now, that's a very extreme example of hospitality and what it would mean to be inhospitable. That was egregious. We would think that's a horrible example. But another more positive example might be in the prodigal son story. We think about how the son came home and the father, uh, despite that the other son thought this was an egregious example. The father sacrifices the fattened calf so that they can have meat. Meat was to be used for hospitable times, to be shared with with, uh, neighbors at special occasions. So think in terms of this, that is what radical hospitality looks like in scripture. It's beyond just being friendly and moving towards a deep desire, at least for us, 
to build meaningful and lasting relationships. I want to make an argument that that is what hospitality is about, is building meaningful and lasting relationships. And the verse there in Thessalonians 2 verse 8 gets at this, that we loved you so much that we wanted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. This is one of my favorite verses. This series on neighborhood missionaries has everything to do with radical hospitality to start out with. Bishop Robert Schneezy wrote some books and did some work called Five Practices of Fruitful Congregations, Five Practices of Fruitful Living. And so I've developed this based on that concept, Five Practices of Neighborhood Missionaries. So what's a neighborhood missionary? A neighborhood missionary is all of us who, who call ourselves followers of Christ because we are supposed to be missionaries where we live and work and play and so this idea of a neighborhood missionary is thinking in terms of ourselves as missionaries without passports. Some of us may possibly be missionaries by vocation, but all of us are called to be in the mission field, which is as close as not necessarily overseas or in a different state or different country. The mission field is as close as our own front yards. Friends, I used to say it this way. We used to think of our mission field as close as our own backyards. That's the phrase. This is as close as our own backyard. But as we seek to be radically hospitable and we maybe work towards helping people in our homes even, if we were to start groups in our homes, to be passionate in worship would be our second message. Uh, and to have intentional faith development is our third mes message. Fourth would be risk-taking mission and service. And then fifth is extravagant generosity. Missionaries without passports, where we live, work, and play. I mentioned how the garage door is a problem, the automatic garage door opener. Well, I think our backyards are often a problem too, especially if they're fenced in. We can tend to hold ourselves up there. Or think of our homes as our castle, our retreat. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I think God wants to use our homes for the gospel as well. So what does it look like to move our grills to the front yard, our fire pits to the front yard, to move the games out front like Bago or um, what's it called? Badminton. Badminton. Um, to eventually host a block party or uh, a cookout out front and to invite our neighbors, to get to know our neighbors. So we need to think in terms of how can we use this to develop meaningful and lasting relationships. And the goal of developing meaningful and lasting relationships is to develop meaningful and lasting relationships. There's no strings attached, no bait and switch, no writing off of people if they are not interested in Christ. I think that's the, the problem with Christianity today is that if they don't show interest, we think, okay, there's no sense in continuing this relationship. Instead, we need to trust that God is going to work in their life. So I see this as great commandment hospitality, that hospitality is ultimately making room in our lives to love God and to love others. There's no qualifiers. There's no criteria. So I want to challenge you this week as our time is up to have a conversation with a neighbor, to have a conversation with someone new. That's your challenge if I would offer it to you this week. So thank you for listening. Please rate and review this podcast if it's been helpful or meaningful to you.
feel free to connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. I'd love to continue this conversation with you. God bless you.